0: Chapter 3 of Titus, a Comrade of the Cross. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Recording by Esther Ben-Simonides. Titus, a Comrade of the Cross by Florence M. Kingsley. Chapter 3. When I went to the fountain tonight at sunset to fetch water, began prisca many were there before me and i was forced to wait so i sat me down on one of the stone benches to rest for in truth the heat to-day hath been burdensome then said one of the women and what sayest thou good prisca to these marvels what marvels i answered for i had heard nothing of note concerning the man from judea she answered hast thou not heard Thou art a keeper at home, and therefore to be praised. But know that a great worker of miracles, the like of which hath never before been heard of since the days of the gods on Parnassus, or, as the Jewish women say, since the days of their Moses, who brought them out of the land of Egypt. What is the nation of the man? interrupted the other woman. Said I not that he was a Jew? answered Prisca. Nay, replied the other, but that he came from Judea. Well, now that I bethink me said Prisca, Jocunda said that he had always lived in Nazareth near by, but I had Judea in my mind because he hath just come from there, and at Jerusalem hath worked many wonders of late. What wonders worked he in Jerusalem, mother? asked Stephen, who had hitherto been too much occupied with the fascinating go-go to pay much attention to the conversation of the women. Great miracles of healing wrought he, replied his mother they do say that he hath opened the eyes of the blind healed sick folk of all manner of evil diseases and even cured cripples like to thee my poor stephen stephen clutched the baby who lay half asleep in his arms closed in his excitement but he only said go on mother tell it all now mother believest thou this idle talk thou art for ever hearing of wonders from the gossips at the fountain said titus who had observed stephen's suppressed excitement and guessed its cause tis not idle talk said prisca indignantly knowest thou the worshipful asa who lives in the great house near to the lake yes said titus briefly he serves herod antipas well went on prisca know then that his only son lay grievously ill of the fever All the doctors had given him up to die, and his mother and father were well nigh distracted with grief. His father had heard these idle tales, as thou callest them, and he believed them, insomuch that he set forth himself to see Jesus, for so is the Nazarene called, and meeting him at Cana, he besought him for his son. The Nazarene told him to depart in peace, that his son would live. And lo, as he returned, he met servants coming to meet him, who told him that the lad was recovering, and that he began to mend at the very hour when the healer promised it to his father. "'Tis true,' said the other woman, "'for one of the servants who went to meet the father is of kin to my husband, and we had the tale from him.' "'Well, then,' said Titus stubbornly, "'tis likely that he would have recovered anyway. Thou knowest that not all die who have fever. I had it myself, and lived.' "'Nay, lad,' replied the woman, who is called Ada. "'But this young man could not have lived.' HE HAD THE BLACK SPOTS ON HIS BODY, WHICH COME ONLY WHEN DEATH IS CERTAIN. OUR KINSMAN HELPED CARE FOR HIM. HE SAW IT WITH HIS OWN EYES, AND AT AN HOUR WHEN ALL thought HIM BREATHING HIS LAST, HE SUDDENLY OPENED HIS EYES AND ASKED FOR WATER, AND WHEN HE HAD DRUNKEN DEEPLY OF IT, HE TURNED AND SLEPT, SLEPT LIKE MY BABY HERE, AND WAKENED wholly RESTORED. TIS A TRUE MIRACLE. IT HATH A WONDERFUL SOUND, SAID TITUS, What else hath he done there was a tale from cana last year which my husband heard in the market place but i know not whether it is true said ada cautiously but tis reported that at a wedding party there of one of his own kinsfolk the wine ran short and when his mother spoke to him of it he caused them to fill many great water pots with water and at a word changed the water into the best wine the man who told my husband said that he knew the people and that they gave him a gurgle of the wine as i say i know not whether this tale be true but about the son of asa i do know how worketh he the cures asked stephen nay i know not tis magic replied the woman they say that he teacheth strange things also tis whispered among the jews that he is one of the great prophets come to life again is he here now in this city asked stephen his voice trembling slightly i know not answered his mother but the women at the fountain said that he was coming. Do you suppose, mother, said the boy in a low faltering voice, that if he comes he could heal me? Nay, lad, think not of it. T'will only bring thee fresh misery, broken Titus harshly. If these tales be true, 'tis likely that he would heal only the rich and the great, like young Judah, Asa's son, or at any rate, being a Jew, he would only despise heathen Greeks like us. All the Jews hate us, he continued, grinding his teeth. One spat on me, Yesterday, when I drew my net too near to him in landing, I could have killed him. Aye, and I will kill him, if he dares to do it again. I hate the Jews too, observed Ada, but discern that this Jew doth not mind the rich only. For of the cures at Jerusalem they say that the greater part were of mere beggars. And thou knowest many of the beggars at Jerusalem are foreign born. When he comes, if he doth come, my Stephen, I will see him for thee. There is nothing I would not do to see thee well and strong, my son, exclaimed Prisca with a passionate sob hark exclaimed titus i hear someone coming all were silent for a moment and the sound of harsh voices and loud laughter was heard in the street below then the door of the little courtyard was thrown open and ten or a dozen men entered the enclosure tis Macus, said titus briefly i must go home said ada rising hastily and catching up her sleeping babe from his snug resting place on stephen's arm she wrapped him in a fold of her ample garment and stepping over the parapet was quickly lost to view ho prisca woman where art thou called one of the men from the court i am here my husband meekly answered prisca beginning to descend the stairway as she spoke come along then get us food and drink quickly we are famished and not disposed to wait patiently answered the men roughly keep thou quiet here whispered titus to stephen who had shrunk into a frightened heap on his bed at the first sound of the man's voice and i will go and help the mother nay as the lad held the fold of his garment in a nervous grasp he shall not touch thee." They will eat and drink, then sleep, or go away again for a fresh carouse in the town. Let me go, lad. Then he, too, hurried down into the yard below, leaving the trembling Stephen alone. So thou art here, boy, said Dumachus, as he spied Titus on the stair. Hurry thy stupid feet and fetch us some wine. Titus obeyed, bringing a skin of wine and filling the cups which the men held out, "'Tis a vile draught, roared one of the men, spitting on the ground. "'Thou hast the flavour of the wineskin we took yesterday "'from that portly merchant in Samaria, still lurking in thy gullet,' said another, chuckling. "'A pretty fellow he was, and how lustily he roared for help "'when we overhauled his belongings! "'He'll make no more disturbance in those parts, nor elsewhere, I'll warrant,' growled another. "'Aye, we quieted him, as we have many a better one,' said the man Dumachus, with a great laugh. "Titus lad, thou didst mit some rare sport "'when thou didst choose to stay at home from this trip.' nay i did not choose answered titus hotly i was on the lake fishing at thy command when i came back thou hadst gone i knew not where tis true boy answered dumacius good-humouredly we gave thee the slip we had business on hand that thou shalt know anon thou art quite a lad and thou shalt have thy fill of booty before long i care not for the booty said titus his great black eyes flashing fiercely but i love the fighting especially when we fight the jews this speech was received with a great burst of laughter from all the men Thou hast a rare pupil in that boy, said one of them, nudging Dumachus. At this juncture, Prisca interrupted the conversation with the announcement that supper was ready. Immediately all fell to eating ravenously, and little was heard in the place save the sound of mastication and a hoarse request for wine from one and another of the brutal group. Presently, the edge of their hunger being blunted, the wine began to circulate freely. Thou sayest that the man is here, said one, between great gulps from the cup. He is here, and multitudes have followed him into the city. Tomorrow we shall have rare doings in Capernaum. Rare doings indeed, put in another. I had it from Blastus himself that at feast time, when he was in Jerusalem, people ran out into the streets to see him pass and followed after him, leaving their doors wide open. No end of booty was secured. The people seemed stark mad. Let them be mad, said Dumachus with a chuckle. The matter the better for us. In truth, I saw a wonder there myself. A beggar who has lain for years near the corner of the market half blind lame and covered with slowly sores when he heard the man was coming his way shrieked out jesus thou son of david have mercy on me and the man touched him and lo the beggar sprang up and walked if he doeth such wonders here quoth another we shall see the city in an uproar true my Gestus, replied dumachus may jove help him but what think you of the man some say he is elias Though truth to tell, I know him not. Others say one of the prophets of the Jews, but no one knows of a certainty. He hath followers enough to raise an insurrection already. Let it come, say I, shouted another. War will break up the rule of these Romans. Dost remember how they caught and crucified some of our best men last year? I hate the law. This sentiment caused a wild cheer, which Dumacus sternly repressed. Fools, he said, if we be caught here, we are like rats in a trap. It was now close upon midnight, and gradually the talk died away, as one after another fell off to sleep, announcing the fact with loud snores. About one o'clock, Prisca crept wearily up the little stairway to the roof, where she found Stephen wide awake, his eyes shining like stars. Oh, mother, he whispered, I heard what they said about him. He is here. Yes, my Stephen, he is here, and thou shalt see him. Then, bidding the child sleep, she lay down near him and composed herself also. But long after Stephen's regular breathing told the mother that her darling slept, she lay open-eyed, thinking of the time when he was strong and beautiful, and of the awful blow on his delicate spine which had made him the shapeless cripple that he was. And in her heart she hated the brute called Dumachus. End of chapter three. Recording by Esther Ben Simonides.